All right, all right. It's your wonderful host, Demion, back with another one. Today I'm recording from a location somewhere between Jersey Mike's, uh, Laundromat, and Burger King. So we are sipping on a Burger King product today. This is a mocha iced coffee. Didn't feel like dealing with the McDonald's crowd last time. The coffee was lackluster. Wasn't as fresh as it could be, as it should be, as I would have expected coming from such a a noble chain. So today we switched it up. We went across the street and went over here to Burger King. I'm enjoying this little mocha right now. I asked for a medium. Looks more like a smedium. Um, a smedium is actually a combination between small and medium. People normally talk about that when they're talking about clothing sizes. If you have a medium shirt and it's too small, it's a smedium. We used to joke amongst ourselves, me and my friends uh, back in the day when somebody would wear clothes that were too young. Uh, for them. That's another expression uh, you may hear. That shirt is a little young for you or those pants are a little young. That means you have grown out of them. But today I'm going to give you guys a bit of a challenge. I'm going to propose a task of sorts for those that are up for, you know, seeing where they're at. Uh, Because it's not enough to just have knowledge of the English language. You have to apply it. And if you can't apply it, then, you know, you're not growing, you know. It's just like you're sitting here reading about rockets, and you know a lot about rockets, but you've never made a rocket. What's the point, you know? A mathematician practices math. A scientist practices science. Medical doctors, doctors practice medical science, right? That's what they do. So if you're just learning English for the sake of learning it, I mean, yeah, you can only have so much knowledge. But at some point, you have to apply it and utilize it. So that means speaking, writing, listening evolving, incorporating it into your life. So I'm going to give you a challenge uh, of sorts. Um, I believe the people out here that are overachievers, people that are, you know, believe in their, realize in their full potential, that want to do a little extra credit, get to the next level. uh, I believe this task that I'm going to set before you um, can help you get there. At least it'll get you thinking about ways that you could apply your knowledge of the English language. So we're going to take another sip here, this iced coffee. Hopefully you're sipping on something warm. I know it's cooling down here. It's about uh, high 70s, maybe, shoot, low 70s. We've been having some uh, nights in the 60s and the 50s. So a little warmer during the day, but uh, in the night it gets pretty cool. So I was actually looking for a warm coffee, but they didn't have any. So um, I'm enjoying this mocha. I wouldn't mind trying this mocha a little warmer, but it is what it is. So we'll take another sip, and then we'll get into it. Alrighty, let's go. Alright, momentary uh, interruption there. Um, Some cops just went blazing by um, fast in a hurry, so I don't know what happened. Seemed like there was an accident earlier around the Winterville area when I was leaving. And it looks like they're coming over this area. Uh, So I don't know, maybe somebody robbed something or did something. Crazy. They're going over there by the campus. I'm turning my head, so if my head moved away from the microphone for a second, I mean, you'll know why. But, yeah, they're looking for somebody. You know, people are out here doing stupid things, speeding, breaking the law, committing crimes. It's just what people do on the weekends. Nothing better to do than to cause trouble. And for some reason, I don't know why, it just seems like more people are here uh, in the area. 
like, I don't know if it's because it's just the college or what, but I mean, yesterday there were so many people on the road. I was like, where are all these people coming from? There's no game. There's no football game. There's nothing going on. Just people at every turn. You couldn't avoid people. You couldn't escape people. People were just everywhere. They were like lemmings, just multiplying on top of themselves, you know? But either way, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. As I said, I wanted to present you with a challenge. So I'm not going to build up the suspense any longer. I'm going to kind of tell you that the challenge is write a book. Now, I know you probably have that knee-jerk reaction. Write a book. Oh, my God, I can't write a book in another language. Yeah, you're going to be writing this book in English. I don't care if you're coming from uh, Chinese-speaking background, Korean, Spanish, French, Swahili, whatever you speak. You're sitting here listening to this podcast because you want to learn English, right? Now, if you've been rocking with me for a minute and you've been listening to English, you've been learning some words, you've been increasing your vocabulary, at this point, you should know how to form a sentence, a basic sentence. You know, you can make a complex sentence, you know, stack as many verbs adjectives, nouns as you want into it, but it has to make sense. But here's the thing. It's not about the book being perfect. You're not going to put this book on the bestseller list. This is about you exercising your knowledge of English, building that confidence, taking it to the next level. And how do you do that? By writing a book. If you can write a book in English, just think of what that'll do for your confidence, right? So you've been reading books, Little Red Robin Hood, you know, Pollyanna, you know, whatever, whatever kind of books you read, whatever kind of journals, whatever kind of magazines you're reading, consuming content, you know, fashion blogs, science blogs, tech blogs, whatever, you know, at this point, it's, it's time for you to go ahead and start applying your knowledge. So what you want to do is you're going to write a book. Now, some of you may have never written a book before. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a few steps that can get you started. So you'll have to you have to excuse me for a second here as I talk about this because uh, there's a little more activity than normal in my normal locations where I sit and record. I've got cars passing. I got cars sitting in front of me, beaming the lights in my face. People are curious. Like I said, every time I come out, they're like, "Oh, Demion's out. It's time to uh, get busy. Let's let's go around and see if we can uh, mess with his atmosphere." But they're not going to knock me off my my pedestal today. Today we are on a mission. We're going to write a book. So the first step to writing a book. Now, this book could be 500 words. It could be 1,500 words, 2,000 words, 10,000 words, whatever you want to do. It's your level. So there's no right or wrong, but you have to start an idea, a complete idea. You got to have a main idea. You know how to write a paragraph. So this is sentence structure as in your language. I'm sure every language has a sentence structure. They know how to form a paragraph. You know how to carry an idea. You start with the main idea and you have your supporting sentences or supporting chapters. This book can be as long or as short as you want it. So you got to make the outline. Now to make the outline, you got to have the idea for the book. So how do you get the idea for the book? This is what you do. You know what an index card is, right? That's that little three by five card that you get, you know, used to get in school or college when you were cramming for a test and you would write down your quiz words, you know, and then you would quiz yourself, flip the card over, see if you could remember the definition and things like that. And with learning language, you probably used index cards to quiz yourself on learning English words. So how do you use an index card to come up with a title or a theme for your book. Well, what you do is you brainstorm. So go ahead and get you one of those 250 packs of index cards from the Dollar Tree or one of these little cheap stores. It's not gonna cost you more than a dollar or two, 
maybe three dollars depending on where you live in the world but you're going to write in English now. This whole thing is done in English. You're not doing any of this in your native language. You're doing all of this in English. This is the whole point of the thing. You're applying your knowledge. You are creating a book in English. Now, you're going to sit down and you're going to write every idea for a book that hits your head. Any and every idea that hits your head in English. Now, if you wanted to, you know, make it a harder process than you you know if you want to think of a more complex theme or whatever for your book in your for in your native language then you could do that and then you'd have to translate everything but no we want this we want to build confidence so we don't want to make it too complex we don't want to make it too challenging we want people to be able to take off with this so and you don't need an index card to start if you don't have any index cards or any access to an index card then you could just grab a notepad something like that and write down your ideas so Thing is, you're going to write down your first idea. So let's just say your your first idea is how to paint a house, right? You're going to write a book on painting houses, how to wash clothes, how to raise a kid, how to make a steak, how to cook the perfect steak, how to go to school, how to graduate from college, how to go to college, how to pick a college course, whatever, how to program a computer, right? How to set up a Wi-Fi network in your home, whatever your theme is, you're going to write down all of these ideas. There's no, there's no right or wrong. You're going to write down all these ideas till you go through that stack of index cards, right? So if you only have a little 50 stack of index cards, fine. You've written 50 ideas in English, right? You're thinking now, you know, you're using your mind. You're applying your knowledge of the English language to accomplish a task. So you have this list of 50. Now you look through it or 250 or 300 or however many index cards you filled out with just titles. You're not even filling in the meat yet. You're just writing ideas for books, book ideas. Now, depending on how thick you want this book to be, you know, you'll you'll either write a, a complex theme or a short one. But you're going to have these titles. So it may just have maybe four or five words on there. How to um, walking in the woods. The boy and the girl. It could be a, a fiction story. It could be anything. You're going to go through all these ideas and you're going to look through them. You're going to find the ones that jump out to you the most, right? You're going to look through and you'll be like, okay. And you're going to think through each title. You look at this title and let's just say it's How to Iron a Shirt. And you're looking at it like, How to Iron a Shirt. Oh, that's going to be boring. I'm not going to write about that. Discard it. Throw it to the side. You look at the next one. It says, uh, Two Men in the Woods. Okay, Two Men in the Woods. That'd be a story. Maybe you put it over here in this pile. That'll be for a fiction story. Um, you could say, my first day at school, put it over here, real life, writing from personal experience, right? So you're going to categorize each of these index cards. Now, after you have all these index cards categorized, you're going to go through them again. And then you're going to say, which one do I feel like I could write about? Fully express. Which one could I fully go into? No limitations, maybe a slight bump or two in the road, but really just go in and just fully express myself in English, right? You go through that, you get about five cards, then you go through it again. You say, okay, this is the number one theme that I can talk about. I could talk about this topic for hours. I could talk about how to hem a shirt for hours. I could talk about how to watch movies. I could talk about how to study a foreign language. I could talk about um, gardening, pruning, whatever your, your passion is, right? You got your theme. So now we're just going to use one for example. Uh, take another sip here. We're just going to use one for example, how to pick the perfect cup of coffee, right? This is going to be mine. I'm just throwing this out for an example, right? How to pick the perfect cup of, no, how to make the perfect cup of coffee. So that's the, that's the title, right? Of this imaginary book that I'm writing along with you. Just giving you 
the um, the context, right? The format, the structure. So now I've picked my title, right? Now this process could take you days, it could take you an hour, it could take you five minutes, depending on, like I said, what kind of book you want to write, where your level is, right? Don't try to write about something that that you just don't even understand and you can't express. I want I want stuff that you can talk about, that you write about, that you read about, that you consume. So this shouldn't be too challenging to begin. Now you can write other books after this. You know, you don't just have to stop with this book, but this is your first book. This is applying your knowledge. So, how to make the perfect cup of coffee. That's the title. So, I'm going to put that down. Now, now you got to go back to your stack of index cards, blank index cards. And you got to say, okay, well, what do you need to make the perfect cup of coffee? Well, you need a cup, right? You need a mug. Maybe it's a glass. So, you got to have a mug. So, what are you going to drink the coffee out of? Maybe this is what I'm going to talk about in this book. What do you drink the coffee out of? What kind of grains, what kind of coffee beans do you use? Do you use instant coffee? Do you got to grind the coffee, right? What's important? What do people need to make a cup of coffee? So you're going to do this in your theme, right? You're going to say, okay, how to make the perfect cup of coffee. What things do you need? Okay, you need a coffee mug. You need coffee, right? Maybe you need milk, additional things. Maybe you need equipment, right? These are all things. So you could have an equipment section. You could have a uh, material section, like ingredient section. You could have the uh, little toppings, you know, whipped cream, cherries, whatever you want to put in your coffee, right? This is the book that I'm imaginary here, you know, hypothetical book I'm creating. So after I get my four or five things that I feel are most important would make it the perfect cup of coffee, then I'm going to start writing about them, right? So how to make the perfect cup of coffee, that's the main idea. That's what's going to lure people in. So I'm going to go ahead and start writing on that topic. I'm going to say, Something like, I've always loved coffee, or wherever I want to start, I've always loved coffee, and I've tried many different brands, and, you know, I finally found the perfect cup. But, you know, one has to ask, how do you make the perfect cup of coffee? And then you kind of pull the people in, right? So, like I said, this could be a 500-page book. It doesn't have to be super long. How do you make the perfect cup of coffee? And, well, the perfect cup of coffee starts with the perfect mug, right? But this would be my hypothetical book. But for you, take another example. Let's just say how to train a dog. That's the topic you picked, right? So you would say, well, how to train a dog. What's the most important things about that? Well, to train a dog, you need to have time. You need to have patience, right? You need to have a place for the animal to uh, live and learn, right? A good learning environment, temperament, the right animal for teaching it the right things. You know, you can't teach a freaking parrot to run across the street, but you can teach your cat, you can teach your dog, whatever you're training your animal to do. But you would make your list of steps, right? So after you have about a good three to five steps, because like I said, you don't want to overwhelm yourself and make it like some long project. You could, but you're looking for the quick results. We want some quick wins. We don't want this book to take you more than 30 days to write. You know, 30 days. Well, shoot, if you've been learning language for three, seven years, or however long you've been learning it, I mean, 30 days is nothing right? Because this is a lifelong process. We're not just learning English for five minutes here. If you're understanding me, you haven't been learning English for five minutes. You've been in it for the long haul. You know what time it is. You know what it takes to get to the level. So after you fill in your little sections, you know, how to train a dog, um, patience, the importance of patience and how patience is shown. You're supporting sentences. You're supporting themes. After you have all these things, then you got to organize your book, right? You got to put it in order. 
what's, what's most important, the patients or the area where the dog sleeps, right? You got to organize your books. So now you're moving all these things around. Now you've created it. Now let's just say each chapter or each section could be three to 500 words, right? It could be 500 to 1500 words. It could be 2000 to 5000 words, however deep you want to get, right? But this is all in English. There is no native language in there. You're not, you're not writing anything in, 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 uh, what? Afrikaans, you're not writing anything in Polish, you're not writing anything in, in Dutch, right? You're sitting here doing it all in English. You are applying your knowledge. Now, after you have everything organized, right? I recommend that you do this type. I recommend you type this. So yeah, it would, it'll expedite the process for you if you type. So hopefully by now you can type in English. If you can't, then this is another opportunity for you to learn something new. Use a keyboard, type it in English, right? But, or you can write it with paper. But the whole reason you would want to do it uh, typing digital, that way you could send it to your friends and you could send it to people for corrections or you could even sell it if you feel the book is good enough, right? So you get all these things organized. Now you've got your book, you've got your main subject, the main topic, you're bringing the, the readers in. Then you've got your supporting sections, you know, chapters in your book. And then you have your little conclusion. And this is why I feel, you know, this is the best way to make the perfect coffee. And in conclusion, this is how you train a beagle and in conclusion this is how you paint a house whatever your book was right now you got all these things now you got to format the book go through the book check it for typos check it for grammar mistakes grammar mistakes so now all you grammar fanatics can get out there get out your red markers and go through your book or not but you can go through your book check it for grammar if you have, even better if you have a, a partner that also studies English with you or a native that you could give the book to and have them go through the book and look and see if your grammar constructions are sound. So this is another way that you're taking your English to the next level. So you've expressed your ideas, so they read the book, they're like, okay, this is very clear, but there are a few mistakes or a few ways that you could have said things differently. So from your own creation, you created your own learning material, right? You've created something. And now you're manipulating it. You're improving upon it, right? You see how this just snowballs. It becomes even bigger. So you're just starting with a very simple idea. And then this thing is just going to grow arms, legs, and start walking around the room calling your mom and dad. You know, it's going to take on a life of its own. Now, after you've proofed it, you know, proofread the book, you've got your grammar corrections, you've got everything together. Now you make your cover. So you make your little cover. You can go to Canva. Use all their free materials there. Get your images. I'm talking really flesh this book out. Make this book special. Make this book bounce, right? You want this. You want to be impressed by this book. You don't want it to just be some basic little, you know, half done book. You want this to be something you're proud of because what you're going to do, you're going to print this book out or you're going to compile the book. You're going to put it together. You're going to make a digital e-book, right? You're going to send it to your friends, right? Look what I wrote. This is a book. That's why I recommend you write on a topic that you're interested in and that you wouldn't mind sharing with people, you know, other people that are studying language. So when your friends are sitting here going, uh, oh, I want to learn English, you say, oh, yeah, I've been studying English. Yeah, how long you been studying? I don't know, two, three years. Uh, I wrote a book the other day. Really? You wrote a book in English? Yeah. Show them your little book. Of course, they're going to be blown away because they're probably just sitting there still stuck on, hi, how are you doing, right? My name is Paul. I live in... Uh, Spain. You know what I mean? So what you want to do is this book is something for your confidence. Now, I guarantee you, after you've written this book, you're going to say, 
well, what else can I do? Because I've sitting here and in 30 days I wrote a whole book in English. What else can I do? Maybe you sell the book. Maybe you write a better book. Maybe you write version two, version three, version four. Maybe you pick another topic. Maybe you take a little more time with the next book. Maybe you write a story. Maybe you write a novel or a novella. Whatever you want to do, right? But the whole thing is use your English language. It's time to apply what you know and go to the next level. And on that one, I'm going to take another sip. And I will see you in the next one.